Today's podcast is brought to you by Toki. They just launched this 510 wax cartridge, and I'm very excited to give it a shot. Made to dab on the go, the Toki 510 wax cartridge provides wax concentrate heating with its quartz coil heating element. Optimized for best use with the Toki 510 wireless vaporizer, but works with most other 510 batteries, the 510 wax cartridge provides rich concentrate flavor at low temperature and big hits at higher temperatures. Get 10% off your order using code TRUEBUDSSHOW10. Check it out today at mytoki.com. This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True Buds. Oh, yeah. In the building today, we have Amy Robbins, creative cannabis consumption, cooking up some tasty treats. Those cakes look amazing. Thank you. I want to get one. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Taking it, taking it. Like a huge dab. <laughs> oh, that looked nice. Yeah, I might have recorded at the interesting time there. I'm over here lighting up Woo! a J. <laughs> I had to get it going, you know? I hear that. That was a rough one. Woo! So, so um, what kind of got you started into doing... uh? baking with cannabis or have you always been a chef well um yeah kind of I'm, I'm i grew up in the south so i've been cooking since i could stand at a stove and both of my grandmothers really encouraged me to cook and and i loved it i mean i was always in the kitchen making up some random stuff all the time um my first cake for my parents i made when i was in like third grade and i didn't put sugar in it so it was you know it's been a learning curve ever since then but I, I went to college in, um, in the South and then moved to Las Vegas, like two months after I graduated, packed my car up, came out here. I've been a bartender for 12 years, which ages me a little bit. Um, I, so I've been doing that for a long time. And in 2016 rolled around and I was like, uh, when they started to legalize uh, cannabis, uh, it was already medically illegal or it was just went medical, I, I can't remember. Um, but they, when they were going to legalize it recreationally, I, I realized, okay, this is the industry that I wanted to go in. Cause I love smoking weed. I love everything about weed and I love to cook. And I was like, okay, well, how can I put this together? Boom. I'll be a weed chef. And I enrolled in culinary school out here in, um, in Las Vegas. It's actually one of the top 10 It's number seven top, uh, culinary programs in the country as oh, sure. a, as a, even as a, um, a, a community college which is crazy to think about but all my professors are amazing like they're they're so skilled um i learned so much from them i went on to learn about the technical parts of it because i obviously the passion for it was there but i needed to know more about the technical parts of it and um so then i started applying what i learned in school making edibles so since 2016 i've been doing this and i kind of just fell into making cakes honestly like i i took a cake decorating class on a whim and my professor was this, um, she had been like an executive at pastry chef at the Excalibur. She, this, she is amazing, amazingly talented. She had done a life-size chocolate sculpture of the Excalibur inside the Excalibur. Like it's insanely yeah. huge, a huge project. She was so good. And that was my cake decorating teacher. Um, and she was very passionate and taught me a lot. And then I started making cakes for people, girl I worked with that, um, the club that I was working at her boyfriend's birthday was coming up. She's like, Hey, can you like make a cake with weed in it? And I was like, I don't know. I'll try. Fuck it. <laughs> so I, I made her this Oreo cookies and cream cake. It was like 800 milligrams and they loved it. And it went from there. Like I posted it and then I had more people just start hitting me up for different stuff. And I, I built a lot of my, uh, basically my friends have funded my R and D for four years. And I, so I have all these recipes and all these, um, you know, <clears throat> techniques and processes that I do for stuff. And I, I really just, it's just, I don't know, the passion and the love for it, but coupled with the fact that, you know, I, I know the technical aspects of it. So, and that's what, five I, years. and that's a awesome story that you've been in the game for that long, you know, doing your thing, but like with the technical aspects of it, I'm kind of interested in that too, is like, so 
maybe if, if it's okay with you, like walk me through a process of doing a cake in terms of like how it is the infusion in the batter as, uh, as well as the icing, as well as maybe like the ganache or kind of what's your process yeah, in infusing? Pretty much. Honestly, I put weed in every part of it if I can. Um, I did it for a long time. I didn't put weed. I wouldn't bake it in the cakes. I try not to take it too high for too long because you really degrade the quality when you do that. So I would much rather put it in the frosting. So I put it in the butter that goes into the frosting um, and I can dose it appropriately based on how much I want, you know? And um, then I started uh, about a year ago, I made some weed sugar, some infused sugar. I tested it out and this shit's amazing. I, excuse me, can I cut? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> it, it's really good. Like um, I got it off the process and recipe from this amazing baker from Colorado. She was one of the first um, infused bakeries in Colorado when it was recreational. So she's got some really great recipes and I made it from that and I do a couple different kinds and I started putting that in different recipes and it, it changes um, kind of the flavor and, and it's not a bad thing. Like it just depends on what it's going in, honestly. Cause sometimes I'll put it in, um, a simple syrup that I, you know, put in between the cake. So you want to, um, you know, keep the cake layers moist. And a lot of times I put a simple syrup or like I'll do a chocolate. If it's a strawberry cake, I'll do a, a strawberry, um, flavored syrup, but also is infused with distillate. So it's, it kind of just wherever, wherever I'm feeling. <laughs> That's the way I like to cook. Like, yeah. like I, I don't really bake that much, but my thing is just going with the flow of that moment, that ingredient, what yeah. you're feeling. But I'm also happy that you said simple syrup because I've also, I was a bartender for 10 years myself. So, yeah. so, so I love that. So to break it apart, we'll, we'll get back to the baking here in a second, but I'm just curious, have you messed around with making any infused cocktails? Yeah, so I'm I'm happy. I do have some um, recipes because you know I was a um, sorry my <laughs> I was a high volume mixologist um, on the strip in Vegas for a long time, and uh, I really love that. I'm you know I did do the club scene for a while, but then I got back to you know being these craft cocktails. I like them. People like them, um, and there's a lot of seed. CBD cocktails I see out there, which I, I like. It's the same concept. Um, even though there's water-soluble CBD you can use, um, there's like water-soluble THC powder that's out there as well. But Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've come across it a couple of times, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I feel about it. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Not, I'm not with about it. <laughs> um, but I, I would do it with the sugar. I think it's fun. Like you could do it with another fusion, like lavender or something, and put it in some champagne. Boom. Bam. That's what's be, up. You know, a great <laughs> cocktail you could have at a, a dinner. Little, little scent for before, a little after, a little aperitif for you. Right. Well, you just gave me a thought too. You know, I know people, I was never into it, but I know a lot of people in the service industry really like taking like for net shots. And I feel like that's something that you could probably throw any fucking like random, it would, that would cover the taste of like anything. Yep. You're so right. <laughs> just Not brainstorming like live here with you. Cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a way to really mess people up too. Cause once you get going on for net, you're, that's, that's just... nice gonna be be crazy yeah that is true that is very true <laughs> so so when you're baking your stuff up you um do you mostly use distillate or do you use flour you use whatever kind of you're feeling like what you were mentioning a moment ago yeah, or it just depends i just um you know I, I have a bunch of different type of extractions um i have oils i have sugar i have um distillate i've you uh, you can put distillate into butter and infuse it at a low temperature, use that. I mean, whatever you have, I use flour and make my own extractions too. It's kind of just whatever I have available. Whatever's at disposal. I hear you. My buddy yeah. just gave me a bunch of shake. I'm making some good stuff with, made some liquid coconut oil recently, going to do some honey. So excited yeah, for those. You gotta have a little bit of everything. Cause then you can just try a recipe that you want to try, put some leaves up in there, boom. And one that I want to try recently 
that I feel like so easy because I'm trying to do like easy recipes right now is uh, the rice crispy treat because it's just butter and uh, marshmallow, right? Rice yeah, Krispies. That's you know, what... a little trick I've learned is put a little sweetened condensed milk in there in the pot and let it all melt nicely, but don't burn it. And then you put the cereal in. Try Ooh. that. But not too much. You got to get the ratio right. A nice little tip right there. Yeah, it gets it. It's a nice coating. I love Rice Krispie Treats. I mean, who doesn't? I make all kinds of them. They're yeah, so good. Have, Do Captain Crunch. Like, and like, I feel like the cakes, like what I've seen that you've done is those cakes look pretty elaborate. Is that kind of the focus of what you're trying to do? Or is that just kind of where it's gone? Like um, in the future, like what people have requested. Honestly. Yeah. Huh? People are like, I like this. I'm like, okay, here you go. Just make nice. it up. I mean, some of my cakes I are more about the flavor and the, you know, but I, I mean, all of my cakes are that way. I want it, I don't care as much about being something elaborate and crazy, but I want it to taste good, you know? I want, you don't want to sit there and eat the whole thing. You're not going to, but. Well, and, and that's, and that's awesome because that's kind of what might maybe why I haven't baked as much myself is because everything I've made tastes so weedy. Like, so I'll just fucking, I'll just eat it. Like just take coconut oil by the spoonful or put it in some caps or a smoothie or something. Yeah. Cause in my experience, but I'm no, like I said, I'm no baker, but I've just, that's why I'm like happy to talk to you right now kind of learn maybe to ways to like make it taste better you know even if yeah, you're using something like some that i found which the first time you do it you're going to be like oh my god what am i doing but <laughs> <laughs> it will hurt your heart a little bit put it in a mason jar and then fill it with um alkaline water and it will pull out the chlorophyll soak it for like 48 hours and then it'll pull out all the chlorophyll so then when you go to you drain it out and just decarb it from there oh, it really? helps the flavor it doesn't get so like plant tasting oh damn that's a little hack because i've cooked my butter with in the crock pot with the water in there with the butter yeah. and then i put it in the refrigerator and it's like the same thing it's amazing how it separates and It'll you separate. see that like, yeah the so i prefer to sous vide it because i don't like to wait on it but um it's but you have a sous vide yeah, I do that too sometimes. I'm uh, jealous. I've always wanted one. It's just on Amazon. Um, <laughs> highly recommend. Super fun. Um, especially like to do stuff in the kitchen and experiment. But if you soak the chlorophyll out and then decarb it just so it's dry, you can just put the weed in to a jar with your butter, put it in a hot water bath, let it boil, and then you just strain the weed out, double strain it, boom. That's amazing because that's a that's an awesome hack because my buddy did I uh, did a bubble hash with my buddy and he put it was doing the ice and the water and it kind of blew my mind. It seems counterintuitive that it could work, but that's bubble awesome. Hash is cool. <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but yeah, it's um it's I, that's what how it's easiest for me to do extractions. But I mean, it's less steps in the involved, I guess. I don't know, but that, I think I got that from uh, Jeff, the 420 chef. He has a cookbook. Um, he's, I think he's another chef in Colorado. He's really cool. He's got, it's all these chefs I get there. I, I get all their cookbooks and I'm like, tell me more. I love this. The science behind everything, you know? That's awesome. I need to check his, I feel like I might've seen him on YouTube if I'm Probably. not mistaken, Jeff, yeah, sounds, 420 like chefs. It, it's got a ring to it. Maybe it's just a nice name like that. Yeah. <laughs> he has an Instagram too out there. I follow him. Um, he's got some good stuff. It's cool to like see uh, one of my friends out here. She's um, a pretty well-known chef too. She uh, edible D. She's awesome, amazing. Um, and I, I really like following other people who are passionate in the field too because it's like I love seeing what other people are doing and and you know cheering them on. And we have a community of stuff. It's like I like I just really enjoy it. It's a good community to be in. Well, I completely agree there. And you brought up something that I'm thinking about as we speak here is, so if somebody wanted like um, to get a cake, maybe they were in town, maybe it's like, oh shit, it's my birthday. I'm going to Vegas. Oh yeah. Could I contact you ahead of time do some oh, like yeah, uh, sure. nice infused cake, little birthday surprise or something for somebody? Yeah, of course. 
Perfect. Technically, you know, you you brought me the weed and I'm just making this cake for you. Yeah, it's just uh, sharing. Yeah. Exactly. No sale, really, and everything's uh, all legit. I will bring it over. I even <laughs> I'll deliver it for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> great party. I have lots of friends that enjoy when they come to Vegas and have a party. And they're like, we want a weed cake. I'm like, I got you. Kind of come over and bring it. We'll party. Now, being somebody that knows the Vegas game, to break it off on a little tangent here, what do you have somewhere that's your favorite? Like that you enjoy going? I mean, pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The times are crazy now. I really, I really miss, no. I mean, sometimes there's some days where I'm like, I kind of want to go out and have drinks and not be stressed, but no. Yeah, it's um, uh... there, Yeah, there's a lot of cool places. There's not any places open now, but um, I worked at a pretty big club for a long time, so. It just depends on if you're in the mood to like go to a bar or a club or downtown Vegas. There's all kinds of cool shit out here. They have this new place called Area 15. Oh, I haven't been to yet, but it's a huge like art in interactive art installation. It's really cool. That's dope. Yeah, get really high and go there. Yeah, I've seen them doing some stuff like that out here, like some drive-through art stuff. I haven't gone to any, but people just, just trying to keep stuff up during these fucked yeah. up times, so. I it's know. interesting. Shit is crazy right now. Just getting high all day, every day. I'm like, fuck it. Best time to work, perfect those recipes, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm working with a company and um, hopefully be in my own space in the next month or two. So I'm hoping, but we will see. But either way, I'm still making cakes and I'm, you know, cookies and whatever requests that people do sometimes they're like i just really want this dessert can you put some weed in that i'm like i got you here we go it's fun see my favorite dessert is just a chocolate chip cookie and milk which i'm yet to try have you ever done an infused milk i've i know it has the fats in there that, that it can bind to or whatever i just haven't tried it i've watched and read some stuff about it maybe almond milk if you could infuse it but not no yeah, I just don't. And that's something that's interesting to me, too, is like, what is the what's the point, you know, where maybe like, let's say this coconut oil I just made, I put like 38 grams into like 14 ounces or so. Yeah. Like, what's the point when I put too much? I don't think I did. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's hard. You can always dilute it. But like, what's the point? When, when does it reach its absorption peak? I guess, you know, when it's like the body, like if you take a vitamin, it can only absorb so much, you yeah. know? It's like, when when does the oil reach that full absorption point? It's something I've just been geeking out in my head lately. I'm like- I think that it would, it, it's a volume thing. So it's, yes. it has to be covered over it for it to, you know, have enough. Yeah. And, and it varies for every, wine. it varies for every amount. I've just been kind of thinking about this as I'm making my infusions. Cause I made some with a lot more before, but I'm like, is all the THC getting soaked in or am I wasting a little maybe? I yeah, know. I know I have these thoughts too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trust me. I'll be in the kitchen and I'm like, hmm. And then I start writing it down. But I have a scientist I'm working with now, a chemist. And I'm like, I have all these like chemical questions that I have to set up to ask him. I'm like, I need to know these things to calculate loss and, you know, the technical, I just, I'm very interested in, in knowing those, the answers to those questions too, because um, that's something that I personally am like, I just calculate for loss. Um, I don't, you just, you have to have enough volume of, yeah, you'd have to have enough volume of oil just to cover the product. Yeah. To make it as strong. Yeah. It's, it's all. And that's a crazy thing too. But not that too I, much, just right over, right over the top. Yeah, but that's where it's crazy too. I know we're like I'm getting down like a wormhole here, but it's like, what if what if the product and it was right over the top? What if it was like a very high THC product? You know, just say like thirty percent flour, and then there was somebody's shake that had like ten percent. It wouldn't really matter. I, I have the same thinking as you. I'm just kind no, of like geeking out. And it all goes in the final calculation for how much THC is in that. Yes. Yes. Well, that's, well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Those maybe it wouldn't get all the THC out of it though. 
right? Or no? Do you account for with modernization? It's just, you got to agitate it. Um, that's what, it helps to have, um, I just shake mine when I, cause I, when I do them in a water bath, like with butter or oil, I just go through and periodically shake it. And then that homogenizes it when you're, so it's making sure that it's getting it, the whole thing around. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I, and it's just interesting. Like, I just, I guess what I was saying, just like when there has to be a point almost to me when there's too little or too much, but I would, I always err on the side of I'd rather waste some and it be strong as hell than like not put enough in. Yeah. Yeah. But you just have to know there's only uh, enough. How do I explain that? <laughs> getting no, deep in on some dosing here yeah no it's um no i feel what you're saying i've just like i don't know i've always tried to figure this out of what is the perfect amount you know say you're in doing a cup of coconut oil and then you have your certain percentage it just depends you just have to play with it well and that and that's the best part is that it's uh changes almost for every recipe because unless you got the same connector you're going and getting the same strain every time you're not going to be able to make a lot of times, at least for me, I'd never really make consistent shit. Cause I just get trim and shake from friends and stuff. So I'm always making random batches of goodies, but I never have like a set method. Like this is going to be this, 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 but it's interesting. You have to um, calculate it uh, from every step of the way. So like if you're doing an ounce of flour and then you weigh how much of the fat you're putting in, then you, you know, heat it up so it melts and homogenizes together. And then when you press it out, that final amount, that's how much you divide the percentage of THC that is in the whole ounce that you had. So it's a relative thing. It's a relative equation. Yeah. Yes. If you know it ahead, of, if you actually know the correct percentage. Yeah. But you can, uh, you can estimate. Yeah, you can't that. Well, I, I don't know what, have you heard of this? I have a, I do it in my videos as potency tester, little T check. Do you, have you seen that or have any thoughts I have on that? Seen I need to get one, but I mean, I'm about to be hope. Yeah. They're there. I think that they, I have a couple of friends that use those. I've heard there, but I haven't gotten one yet, but I mean, yeah. it's in theory, it makes sense. I mean, that you would be able to test the potency. It's like through light particles, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's not going to be like a lab test or, you buy the machines that are 20, yeah. 30,000. But to me, it's been accurate for the most part because I know, or I kind of, when I buy edibles from the dispensary that I know are like legit from like solid brands out here, I'll kind of base it off that. Like, oh, I took 50 milligrams or 20, 30 of this solid brand like Kiva or Emerald Sky. And I know mm -hmm. it kind of feels like this. So then I'll kind of compare that through the results of that. It could be your homogenization too, because if you're getting like one part of it that feels really strong and then you get another part that doesn't feel that strong at all, your perception of what it is could be different. You know what I'm saying? Like that first time you're like, whoa, this doesn't feel the same as that one, the, the tested one in the lab. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's where I've, I recently made I a video too. I've recently made a video too about a uh, lecithin and it, for mm -hmm. using it as an emulsifier, do you use that within your batters and your butters? Uh, yeah, well, I do it in my when I'm creating my um, infusions at the base level. So it just depends. Um, honestly, it's a it, it is a I my girlfriend um, D Russell, she edible D. She's awesome. She talks about that. She does soy lecithin with MCT oil and a big batch and infuses it and then freezes it and can reuse it, you know, whenever. So it's like super concentrated, you okay. know? Yeah. And that's just extra potent, extra nice. Yeah. And she said, it's like the best way to go put the soy lecithin. So. Okay. I trust her. She knows what she's talking about. Hey, hey, I'm going to have to go check her out right now. Let's talk yeah, to her. Good. I'm going to have to watch <laughs> people on this. No. Cause it's, um, yeah, I know. I just love geeking out on this stuff because, and that's something yeah. I like to express in whatever I do is like, I'm no expert. I love to cook. I love weed and I'm pretty good at it, I think, but I like and to always like, 
say how I'm going to make the recipes better and stuff, you know, and that's yeah, where you've already, sure. and that's where it's been a good conversation today. I feel like to help people make their edibles better. Yeah. I mean, I share the, the wealth, the knowledge, you know, here you go. Yeah. So when's your book coming out? I was just thinking <laughs> that earlier today. I was like, I probably could write a cookbook. Maybe I should do this. You should. I'd have to put all my, my thoughts together of all the things I like to cook and and that I'm really, I know I'm really good at, you know? You gotta make like 15 of them over and over again to have the perfect pictures and stuff. And that's where too, I think that like even talking right now, I feel like you'd have a killer like YouTube channel. Just, I mean, it, there a lot goes into YouTube that doesn't seem like if, but you could just go live and do your recipes and stuff. I feel like you have that, like a cool personality you do really well on there and you're knowledgeable, so. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm working on trying to get a YouTube channel together. It's just like, it does a lot to create content, man. Like I am, uh, it's a lot of, but you know, I'm, I'm working on sending it out there and hopefully I'm, you know, manifesting this in the new year, this, this past year, 2020 was crazy for me. So I've been trying to kind of get it all together, make it work. So I thank you for this. Like, this is cool. I'm, I'm really glad I met you. I think you're, you're very knowledgeable in a lot of stuff and definitely you got the passion there. Oh, well, uh, thank like you. The you like weed and food too. <laughs> it's hard not to, right? Uh, yeah. Two of the best things in life, man. So <laughs> that is, that, that's true. So, um, apart from like, uh, infusions, is there stuff you like to cook up besides that? Just being in culinary school and loving it is there like a couple people ask me that question it's hard to go get an answer but do you have a couple maybe one of your top signature dishes an amy signature uh, it's always funny when people ask me that because yeah i do um i am from the south so i i would really love to open a southern food restaurant out here because they don't even know like we have some fire food in south carolina and i have this whole list of Southern food recipes that are just classics to me that, you know, are a staple of my childhood, but shrimp and grits for sure is number one. I've I'm, only had really one good shrimp and grits. <laughs> yeah, I make fire shrimp and grits. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. They're, they're very delicious. Just every time. It's That's hard to mess them up. I'm from South Carolina, you know? We know how to cook. That's money. Yeah, that's a, that's it. But the crazy thing is on that dish, it's cr crazy, like simple. It kind of is shrimp and grits, but it's like crazy how many people get it wrong. You know, it's like, cause oh, yeah. I've had one good out of like, however many I've had some decent ones, but the, the best one, you what they did with their sauce, they did um a brown ale and they, mm. re they reduced the brown ale with the with the shrimp shells that they had peeled with some yeah. brown whatever else brown sugar some sweetener whatever mm -hmm. but that ale in there with the shells was money i've never had some of that that sounds pretty good i mean i might have to try that yeah it was I like good it. i've tried I but like i like to iterations of it too it's i mean shrimp and grits is just it's hard to mess up in the south too yeah huh is it that like you know, being from Jersey, you know, people say with the pizza and bagels, they're like, it's the water. I'm telling you, it's the water out here in Jersey makes it better. Like, is it, is it that the seafood's better there? Is it just that there's like a generation of recipes? Like what? <laughs> All of the above. It's the water. Yeah. It's something in the fried chicken. I don't know. I just, the pass down. I mean, we have great food, cultural history. It's delicious. That's a really the only thing I miss about living in South Carolina is the food because I just don't get any of that here besides my own kitchen. If I want to have it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to cook up chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes tonight. Oh, my okay. sister's always like, yes, <laughs> we get Southern food. That sounds so good. I, I made a couple of chicken fried steaks at my, my mom's house, but with, I'm a chicken fry. I'm, I just, I'm a fried chicken lover, like kind of sewer. Oh like, how are you not? It's so good. And I guess I have a question for you. If I, I don't want the family secret, you don't have to give out the family. <laughs> but like, um, do you brine your chicken? Do you use buttermilk? Um, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. And what kind of breading do you use? I think that's where I fuck it up is the breading. 
you just got to find the right ratio of cornmeal to flour that you like. Oh, that's all it is. Okay, that's where I've been fucking up. I've just been doing flour and like panko breadcrumbs. You can one do or the panko other. too, but panko will burn easier. So you just have to be very careful on how high it is, how high the oil is. Okay. Now, it's depending on everybody's different, everybody likes different stuff. What, but if you, you do buttermilk, egg, and um, uh, the buttermilk corn mixture and then the egg no flour egg and then flour cornmeal I don't know there's a couple different ways you can do it too and and that sounds you got me hungry right now but you also got me geeking out again I'm, I'm sorry I keep I'm geeking out over here but it's like what would be the best way like so if if ever I wanted to give somebody I feel like an infused fried chicken I would have to give them some type of like maybe put some infuse oil or butter on top after it's done or and then yeah, maybe do like a honey butter put it in the sauce that's i mean it's always better to put it in for me i think it's always better to put it in stuff that's at a lower temperature so you're not degrading the the thc quality and then it's then your dosing will be off because it's not going to be as much as you thought um and it's it just wisdom easier. you could make it like an oil you can make like a remoulade sauce you could make a, a mayonnaise with it and then make honey mustard i mean there's all kinds of ways you can wherever you can put the base product the oil or the butter or sugar or um, alcohol the the more options you have to use that product but you just keep them at a low temperature so if you're going to use the butter i like to put it in little cubes and dose out butter that way and then you can just cut off a little bit and finish like your pasta with that. And then you're going to get that infused into the sauce that's on there without degrading the quality of the THC, you know? And that's a smart way to do it. And, and that's something I've been learning more recently. So thank you for that too. Yeah. Like I said, I'm diving more into the cooking with it. Cause I would just kind of take it straight up just because. I mean, but, if you don't care about getting high all day long, just keep cooking with weed all the time. Yeah, so just cook it up. You don't just like start coming up with the most random stuff. But I like your idea of the sauce because I've always been a believer that sauce is boss and that yes, that it just makes sense. And, and you could flavor it. And the thing about sauce, to your whole point that's amazing, is you can flavor up a sauce so easily with a couple spices, mm -hmm. a little dash of some type, a little sriracha in there, whatever, pepper, you know, throw some rosemary thyme in there all of it yeah Brown sugar some cayenne all kinds of stuff you can do your own barbecue sauce you could do your own mayonnaise which you could make ranch or honey mustard i mean all kinds of options everything so i so if if you had to choose between butter or coconut oil i know this is an absurd question what would you choose if you if i could say you can only infuse with one one of these two well, I am from the South, so butter. I would say the same thing for sure. Hashtag more butter. <laughs> I like butter. Plus, you're not, you don't want the flavor of coconut and everything, but you don't mind the flavor of butter in anything, you know? Well, so that's a... You can't go wrong with butter. That's a quote right there. <laughs> quote me on it, sir. For real. Yeah, and you can believe. <laughs> And the thing too with butter, like you said, is taste, but I know coconut oil is healthier, but even sometimes if I have a little of that too much personally, it, I feel like it messes my gut a little bit sometimes Yeah. or it feels like it's a little harsher. Teach their own though. It will just, I get really high when I eat any, I think I just made mine really strong, but the coconut oil I have every time I cook with it, I am just out. I'm like, okay, I can't do that one again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was me a couple nights ago it's like the middle of the day and i had because i had some for breakfast i'm like why am i so tired oh my god oh yeah that edible <laughs> just I, when you think it's not working nope i did that with You're the fine. uh with a pan once i wasn't like that stone but I've, i made a infusion in this pot and then i cooked like a, a rice or something i dumped in there to mix a sauce and i felt like mm -hmm. a little stone maybe it was a placebo but i'm like oh shit i cooked the weed in there i must not have cleaned it properly <laughs> oops yeah but bad what job happened? so I, I do it all the time 
what is your method that you prefer? Do you prefer infusing in the crock pot or a stovetop or do you no, use like- I, I just do the mason jars because it's less mess at the end of the day. It, it, either way, like I'll soak it and then I decarb it and then I put it back in the jar with whatever. And then you put that jar in the, do you put that jar in the oven then or in the crock pot, like a water bath? A Dutch oven water bath, but you can sous vide it. Okay. So yeah, I remember you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. I was just curious because I've done both. I've done the mason jar in the stovetop. I've also done it in the crock pot. I've seen some people do it in the oven, but that looks a little sketchy to me. I I haven't tried that yet. My stovetop because I need to go in and shake it and to make sure it stays homogenizing because you just don't want to. Nah. Have you seen this? I've been messing with it you recently. That you could do it on there. This like a uh, this like Levo two thing. This infuser. It's kind of like the infuser yes. you mentioned earlier, but yes. it has like a little stir in there, which is yes. nice. So you can like That's walk away. That's what you want. That is the best thing to have. Oh yeah. Yes. That's the best way. Uh, it's behind me somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. it's a cool little thing, but yes. the. And that's what I actually did this last infusion and I kind of stuffed it, but they do the little pod there. Uh huh. Another question for you. What are your thoughts of pre-wrapping your cannabis in like a mylar bag or cheesecloth and then doing your infusion in like a crock pot or a, or a double broiler? Do you think that you lose like surface area? Do you think it's all going to penetrate there? No, because I don't be, just because you need that homogenization. You need to be. And it's just not to... going to, huh? Like you're. No. I don't think. I don't think it will. I think that you need to be able to mix it up consistently, in order to get. I mean, if you want to get to the every amount. And I'm with you. And the reason I asked too, is it pops in my head. I get that all the time is, or comments on some of my videos is like, people are like, well, you know, you could have wrapped it up ahead of time and done this. And my response has always kind of been like, I didn't even kind of think about the homogenization aspect of it, but kind of, I guess I was always kind of like, I feel like it's possible to hit more surface area. If it's all kind of yeah. flipping around when you stir it, like you're saying, like, it just, it just made sense to me. I guess even from a bartending pers- or any mixing perspective, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't do it. I just don't think that you're going to get the full, um, you're not going to be able to fully touch every part of it, part of the, the plant. The fat's not going to mix enough to, between the two. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, no, no I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. You're making me happy right now. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just like, am I explaining this right? No. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that, for, for me, I don't, it just doesn't. I mean, you can, if you're not doing a large amount, I think that you would be okay doing that, but meh. It's like, and that's where I'm 100% with you. And it's like, to me, it's like, how hard is it really in the scheme of things to strain it after? Like, does it save you that much time? And then when I have done that method before, I feel like I lose some maybe like soaked up in there. Like, I'm happy we're on the same side here of just yeah. letting it kind of free flow in there, unless I you're mean, using a minor amount or the Levo. You have to strain it either way. So. So it could even, yeah. You might as well homogenize it. Then <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. I mean, that's how you do it. That's how, I don't know. That's how I would always try. I would know how to do it. Well, and like anything, I feel like we're saying like, whether it was anything you're mixing together, it'd be like, oh, put this little packet in there. I guess tea kind of works, but I still feel like, I don't know. I yeah. Still... Now you're making me think. Now I'm making myself, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm making myself think here. I'm like, tea... I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm still I'm still a believer that like what could it hurt? I think it's always better to err on the side of it's better to do it that way. You're gonna have to strain it anyway, like you said, just let it yeah. go. I, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that point for sure. Like, you might as well go with the way that is gonna get you the best product. Then not you're gonna have the same result. Yeah, and then if you don't, or I, I know if I did not have a regret too, like, fuck, I fucked this up. I should have just let it be in there by itself. Yeah. 
Oh, trust me, I've, I've been through many experiments. Most of them were successful, but some of them were epic failures. And I'm like, oh. That's what it takes. I'm right there with you. The game. And the worst is when, for me, when they're like on video and I look back a couple, three years later, I'm like, shit, shit. And I, I don't take it down. Like I want to learn from it, but like, I'm like, okay, it's a process. And that's why I like to say it's all a process of learning this shit. Cause I'm like, I'm no expert. I'm just trying to make good shit and help yeah, people but learn. Like, your process makes you an expert or makes you, um, I mean, I'm not, I would definitely not call myself an expert, but um, I definitely have a lot of knowledge and I don't mind sharing it to people that, you know, actually want to talk about it, have other knowledge and discussion about things as well. You know, it's a, it's interesting conversation. Absolutely. So. And with that too, is, I mean, I don't know if the 10,000 hours is the correct be all number. I don't believe that, but like the 10,000 hour rule of like honing yeah. a craft or perfecting something, I do believe in just the reps of doing it, it for is. sure. It really is. It's like, just consistently day in and day out doing the, the same thing and, and, or doing com constantly learning and adding that and, you know, constantly getting better to me, but that's why I'm, I'm really trying to be full-time in this industry and stop bartending. Cause I'm like, I'm over people. I just want to go bake weed and like get high all day and whatever, <laughs> you know? I'm right Make there with you. Career. I'm I'm hundred percent there with you. And what is if you had to say your experience bartending in Vegas, what's the most popular Vegas cocktail? Oh my god, a Long Island or an audio. I was just about to yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I say you're 21. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's my birthday. I'm gonna <laughs> No, you don't. Oh she had that's the best words you just said. It's like so do you have a drink of choice? Um, I like old fashions. I kind of judge other bartenders on their old fashioned. Okay. Oh, so I have a, I have a question for you then. How, how do you prefer to make your old fashions? Cause I've, do you, do you muddle in there? Which is a lot of people do in the Midwest. I prefer not, they do sugar cubes, muddle the orange and cherry. Yeah, I prefer. That's, a, that's a kind of a classic way because it's, but I'm pre-prohibition style. So I just do an orange rind, couple dashes of orange bitters, couple dashes of Angostura. I like to use simple syrup just cause it blends easier than sugar cubes. And then um, I like a big cube, three ounces of a rye in my preferred. And I like redemption rye, but uh, cause it's over- The High West? I, I, yeah, I love High West. Um, the campfire is good in like scotch drinks, but, um, the regular, the double ripe mm, fire start around, put a brandy cherry on top. Boom. That's mm -hmm. how I make mine. I'm right there with you for real. Basically everything the same. I did start out muddling in the Midwest and yeah, I came too. out here to LA and I kind of saw people doing this more, this other way, like the pre-prohibition, like you were saying. And I did like that more. I feel like it mixes in better Yeah, and it's just. It's just a damn it's good drink. So good, and it, and it doesn't taste the same from the first sip to the last sip. It's a constantly evolving drink. It's just fire. If it's made right, so good. I'm with you. That that's actually my favorite cocktail too. And with the High West, I've, have you heard about their distillery at all? Um, yeah, a little bit, uh, but I'm always I, on here more. I, I don't know a whole lot. I'm not. I'm not going to get into spirit shit about them. But all I know is that supposedly you can go like if you're like a snowboarder or a skier, you can snowboard or ski into the distiller. And oh, I have heard that actually. So, yeah, so I was like, that's pretty cool. That stuck out in my that's head, so cool. I, I kind of put that on the bucket list. I'm like, I'm gonna have to fucking snowboard or ski in there and get a little shot of some rendezvous or double yeah. borhe or whatever the hell they're pouring up. <laughs> it sounds super fun. I mean, if I could snowboard or ski, but yeah, it still sounds fun. Who hey. doesn't love drinking on the side of a mountain, especially High West? For real, huh? Fire. I like well, that. I like Angel's Envy. Um, and then my go-to for personally is I love Angel's Envy too, but my go-to is Basil Hayden's. Yeah, just for like an all-around price point, like yeah. old-fashioned. And has a little sweetness to it to me that works with it. I'm a big Basil Hayden's fan personally. I would agree, especially the price point in LA for 
for good like for good whiskey yeah sometimes I forget how cheap it is in other places and then I go drink somewhere else and I'm like this is so much cheap what what is this like it's mind-blowing I go to Kansas I see cocktails for nine to twelve dollars I'm like <laughs> Am I, I in get fucking time warp? for like a hundred bucks and they're <laughs> like that's with a tip like a really good tip and they're like oh my god thank you and i'm like no thank you <laughs> this is so cheap yeah it's uh it, it's crazy how much it is so yeah four dollar crown and down i remember being back home i'm like that i could get four for the price of one in vegas yes it- please let me get four in this fucking uh, college town, I went to KU, University of Kansas, and yeah. there they would have 50 cent shot night at this one spot. I'm like, what the fuck is How this? How did we, I used to work in this bar, my first bartending job under the table. We had these dollar woobers. I went to Winthrop University. It's like a small little bar school in, near Charlotte. And we had these woobers for a dollar. It was like probably Natty Light or Keystone Light or some Nat Bush Light, one of those nasty lights. And people used to get so drunk, like just beyond. And I'm looking back thinking, how are we alive? Like, how did I survive that? Yeah, it's, um, I think that's, especially when I hang out with my old friends and we, we say that same thing. We're like, what the fuck, man? We're lucky. <laughs> what did we do that's why i'm not worried about a vaccine because i did some questionable shit in college (laughs) well and that's where too that like i if somebody's really i guess i've always worked in more restaurant bars and like club scenes is what i've preferred personally but it's like even then i've been more laid back when somebody's getting a little faded i'll be like hey i've been there like hey buddy i've been there you know you i don't know funny like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna talk you down and give you some water and like (laughs) <laughs> we'll get there i'll come back i'm not paying <laughs> so i'm just playing but it's funny reminiscing on these bar stories and i do have when we were talking about basil hayden something did pop in my head that i have one more question i'd like to ask you yeah is do you have a favorite edible out there that you've tried in vegas or a favorite brand of like vape or flour or anything in the dispensaries or do you prefer just to do um, your own thing it just depends on like what I want because there's a couple line of um, lines of concentrates that I really like that I used to dab with, which is what I, how I normally consume. And then there are some good edibles. I like Haha. They have a sativa brand, mostly because they're my my best friend loves these. He's like she's like these changed my life. I love every, she's like, I am so much better every day. And I was like, okay, (laughs) my marriage is better. It's amazing. And I was like, I am here for that. (laughs) She she loves it. So those are good. Um, We like those. And the wild ones are pretty good as well. I like the flavor, the pectin gummies. Well, I've had those. I don't know the, yeah, it's cool. I've had those too. They're nice yeah it has like a weird uh, package opens like a flower almost yeah 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 something like that yeah <laughs> i know what you're talking about those are good betty's eddies are good too um those are they have like a uh what is it an agave elderberry maybe elderberry agave but it's like a taffy oh, but it has cbn in it so it's good for sleep and oh, they nice. are phenomenal they're very good for sleep. Edibles help my sleep so much. Me too. And I really like the CBN. Um, that is a very good component, I, I feel like, for sleeping aid. And I just got into, I had a friend introduce me to Delta 8. And those are really good. Like, that's like better than CBD for me. And I'm out like a light when I take those. I'm just so chill. Oh, nice. Well, I'll have to mess with that because I, I just stand it or tend to steer towards like indica gummies with yeah. I've had some that have the CBN in it, though, but I haven't done that straight up just to experiment. So yeah, these are well, it's like, I think it's two to one. So I think it's two, two to one THC to CBN. So okay. it still got it still has THC in it, but it's also got CBN like a high dose of it. Nice. Yeah, it's like a minor amount, a trace amount you know 
Nice. Well, I know now when I hit up the uh, dispensaries out there, I've gone out a couple times, but I just, for some reason, I'll just, well, I'll just bring my own shit with me, but now I'll have to check them out and get the haha. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> there, there are some, there's a brand out here that does these Stroop waffles. I, oh, highly edible. Those are really good. I love Stroop waffles though. What, so. what Stroop waffles? Okay. So it's like a, they're um, a Dutch street food. It's like a little waffle, a tiny waffle, and it's got caramel in between and then another little tiny waffle on top. And you get it warm and it's like kind of gooey but crunchy and it's amazing. Okay. I think and they I have these that are infused. They are so good. Pop them in the microwave for like 10 seconds and it will change your life. Oh, shit. Well, I'm ready to check out uh, your Stroop waffle then. See what you got going on there, infusing that caramel up. I'm really, I, I do have a caramel I make. The caramel is easy. Just put it in some butter. Get a caramel recipe. Make sure you have a candy thermometer to do it. And then put in the infused weed butter at the end. And it will, wherever it says to put the butter in in the recipe. And it will infuse your caramel for you. Oh, Boom. shit. Boom. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Hey, dropping nuggets of gold here today, but real. Hey, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, of course. This was super fun. It was nice meeting you. Likewise, likewise. I'm excited to see how we can collaborate in the future. Maybe do some videos, and uh, if ever I'm in Vegas. Well, I'll be in Vegas again, but if ever I'm celebrating a birthday, I'll be like, I need this cake. My boy, my boy's turning uh, 30. I need to get him this cake. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll even, I'll drive a cake out to LA sometime because I got to come, I got to get out of Vegas at some point very soon. Cause yes. I'm, I'm get so a little breather, hit the beach up. Yes. Get a little medicated. <laughs> I just want to get high on a beach for a minute and then come back to reality. That's all it takes for me sometimes is just recentering, whether it's a beach or my brother's backyard, a part of me there is just like the, taking a couple days sometimes, just get that fresh juices. And it's like, oh, damn. Okay. I feel like um, charged. New person. I'm yeah. charged back up. Yeah, exactly. Recharge for sure. I definitely need to go recharge and out of this for a hot second because everything is a little the energy is very volatile right now. I feel like in the world and yeah, so this was fun. This was great. Um, next time you're in Vegas, though, hit me up. I'll bring you some goodies and got you on the cake. You know, awesome. you, can make, uh, you can tell me whatever kind of cake you want. Uh, I'll make it for you. All right. I'm going to be scheming. I'm going to be scheming. Fine. <laughs> I'll send you a list of like all the <laughs> options and then let you choose from some of those and see because that that'll give you a lot of ideas. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm really excited to see, you know, what you keep doing, because you're obviously very passionate, like we were saying, and just, and that, that's going to run a long way. That's going to, that's really going to touch Thank people you. and you're going to, and food, like we're saying, is a huge component to life and yeah. combining the two, you're going to make a lot of people happy. So thanks again for coming on today and kicking it. Thank you. It. I appreciate it. I had a good time. All right. Likewise. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good night. All right. You too.